0: Oh hi! I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 100. Really, 101 because the 56th episode I did two episodes. If that makes any sense, it doesn't. But let's just say this is episode 100. So congratulations to uh, to me, right? Not to. I mean, you guys were there, kind of. But I'd like to. I'd like to think this was all me, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was me. Really good job. So, um. I, uh, I felt like the last podcast, I was a little bit lethargic and a little bit low energy, even though those kind of mean the same thing. I just like saying low energy. And uh, the reason is two, twofold. I am sick of this news cycle. I'm not saying it's a hoax, but it's just like, let us leave our homes already, Right? And uh, two, because of that, I don't have my routine. I like my routine. I like going to the gym and watching hockey and doing all these things, but mainly going to the gym, because usually I'll go to the gym and then do the podcast after, and it's all good. And I've been doing these home workouts, but not as consistently as I would like, and uh, you know what? So I didn't do it last time on uh, the last episode, so I figured, okay, I need to be better. I need to do better, Josh. Do better. When you post something bad online and a liberal goes, do better, because they're better than you. And they know it, and you know it, right? Uh, So I wanted to do better for you and for me. And uh, so I did a workout before this, and you're all in the same boat as I am. I'm actually doing this podcast shirtless, uh, and I'm not filming it. You know why? Because I'm not a complete narcissist. I'm a little bit of a narcissist, but not a complete narcissist. And uh, so I did a workout before. It's super easy. And uh, because I'm going to say most of you are fat. And I'm only saying that because just just go outside. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. We're not living in the 1950s anymore. Everyone's fat. Even people who think they're not, you're fat. So uh, this is my prescription as a doctor. Because I am one. I didn't go to college, but, you know, I probably know more than most of those guys. Um, I mean, what they, 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 they prescribe you medicine because a hot girl comes in with a, a rolling bag and uh, gives up a doctor, a free pen and some attention. And then all of a sudden they're swayed to prescribe you all of these. I'm going to get to experts later. Actually, I had a little string of tweets earlier this week about experts, so-called experts. And we put a lot of faith into these people. I don't think we used to put a lot of faith into into those people when people actually believed in God. <laughs> you know how God's passé and how religion is passé. Now we believe in experts and scientists. These people are all retarded and we have so we put so much faith into them. And uh I don't it's like feminism. I don't think we're better off since the fe- feminist uh revolution. I don't think we're better off since uh the scientific revolution, whatever that is. So, um, my prescription to you guys is 100 lunges in place. You don't need to walk around your whole house. 50 sit-ups. Guys, this is super easy stuff here. 100 push-ups. Not in a row. You can break it up. Actually, I did really well today because uh, usually I'll do 30, then like 15. You know, you kind of plummet pretty quickly. I did 40 in a row, and then I plummeted. So, you know, I'm doing better. And uh, 100 push-ups, then pull-ups five sets to failure so you just do it five times take a 30 40 second break in between you do it to failure so that's pull-ups and then chin-ups five sets to failure go do your homework pause the podcast get some energy and then listen to it I think it'll be a good episode I'm not doing anything special for this hundredth episode because um you know what I'll start doing things a little bit more specialer for you when uh when you pay me, I should do a Patreon. I keep, you know what? DM me. Tell me if I should do a Patreon. And then maybe with the Patreons, I'll do a live stream just for the people who uh, who who subscribe to the Patreon. And I can, like, uh, answer questions after I do the episode. And if you have any questions about anything I spoke about, I think that's a good idea. My voice cracked. Uh, So DM me about that. And you're going to have to pay me okay i a hundred is enough. you know how they have free samples wherever you go, and they go just take one, maybe two in Costco because it's bulk everything uh, I gave you a hundred free samples, really a hundred and one free samples this is this is enough guys. this is why communism doesn't work. The quality of this is going to start to plummet if you don't give me money. I'm not begging I'm just telling so um there there's there's some major news started yesterday. <laughs> And like major news, especially when people pounce on it, this, this, is the down, this is one of the downfalls, the pitfalls of social media, is that you have to be the first. So there's no time to fact check. You have to be the first. So there was a drone flying over New York City yesterday. And this made me very worried, you guys, not only for the, the massive amounts of deaths in coro- with coronavirus, but when I first saw the pictures before the drone footage, I, I, I replied to the person who posted it. And I said, is this China? And they go, No. It's New York, and I go, Wow, no way, but like like just because I'm wired this way, because I've trained myself this way, I, I knew that there was something bigger to this story. There, it couldn't have just been that New York is uh, making mass graves. Uh, one of the things I thought was, okay, those are FEMA coffins that they have an excess amount. And they're gonna just bury it because they they want to ask for more money from the government and saying, hey, we need more of these coffins. That was my first hunch, but that was not correct. Still a good hunch. The second hunch, which uh the second hunch was just I did there was there had to be more to the story. So uh I waited. I didn't even tweet about it. I still didn't, because it's a non-story. It's something that looks so gruesome, but it's a huge non-story. And um so the guy, remember a few months ago, the guy who, who tried to call the police on the girl Tori that works in Target because she didn't sell him an electric toothbrush for one cent because it was accidentally labeled as one cent. So he called the cops this fag. Uh, his name is David Levitt. He's some video game loving journalist. And he, he, if he's not gay, he should be. He just go to his Twitter. He looks like a fag. I, just for one second uh, there was a there's something I noticed with all these pre- Tr- Trump has all these press conferences every day uh, and which you know he is the most transparent president in history. Obama campaigned on that. He lied. He was super super secretive, especially how they went after journalists and everything. So Trump though uh, didn't campaign on being the most transparent. He just is and the reason is is because all he wants is people to love him. So he figures I'll tell everyone, What's on my mind I'm not going to hide anything And we have this coronavirus outbreak And I'm going to do a press conference every day To keep everyone updated So they don't say I'm hiding I'm hiding anything or anything So um, One of the things with watching these press conferences every day Because really before When Trump would have a press conference It would be maybe once a month Because it's it's, When you're going about as a president Your everyday business There's no need If things are kind of stable There's no need to have a press conference every day So uh one of the things I noticed is all the male journalists who ask a question let's just say let's just say journalism attracts people who like gossip and let's just say if you're a dude and you like gossip, you're most likely gay but for the sake of uh being correct and 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 not sounding like a complete asshole, let's just say fifty percent of the dudes in that room are gay, right so they're gonna sound gay not not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just an observation. And then the other 50% are not gay. But watch these press conferences. 95% of the journalists, male journalists who ask a question, sound like they're gay. And what I mean by that is they sound like they are skinny fat. They've never worked out. They're, they're frail and, and uh, passive. And uh, they have like a feminized voice. That's what I mean. But I'm not saying they're all gay. I'm just saying they sound it. And I've noticed that. And uh, those are the types of people who are feeding you lies every day. I just thought it was a funny observation. So this guy, David Levitt, with these dro- this drone footage stuff uh, of the mass graves in New York, he tweets with the drone. It has 5.3 million views. Now imagine uh, the the mis- misinformation, disinformation, Dis- whatever that is going on right now, that that people believe Trump is murdering all these people, and Trump fucked up so bad with the coronavirus that they're all being murdered because doctors are having to make difficult decisions because there's there's not enough ventilators, which there's more than enough. There's not enough masks. Um, Nurses are getting sick. Cops are getting sick. That's actually happening, but not to the extent that all of these so-called experts predicted. All of the models were so... uh, um, inflated because that's what models do um that you know people are going to start believing this as reality so david levitt tweets this video 5.3 million views and he wrote he wrote the, (laughs) the funny thing is is that he's the type of person that that writes the headlines also for major newspapers like it's it's this type of person that does it and we're humans we're lazy we we really don't read past the headline for the most part the nerds do and I consider myself a nerd with, when it comes to this kind of stuff. I've always been. So he writes, they've, been, they've begun digging mass graves for New York City. Hashtag coronavirus ha- uh, victims. Hashtag Trump b- burial pits. Wow. Trump is bad. Orange man, bad. So fact check, no. New York City hasn't been digging mass graves for, for Chinese, <laughs> Chinese virus victims. Um, so this is the heart island. And so I'm reading here, this is Hart Island, where New York City has buried bodies with no next of kin in these mass graves since 1881. There are over one million people buried here. You know what's new? Drone footage. So no one had to go fly over Hart Island uh, recently since drone footage because there hasn't really been anything bad to happen here. Like the last major thing to happen on the United States soil besides mass shootings here and there, uh, is uh, 9-11. There was no drones in, during 9-11. So there was no mass burials going on <laughs> for that. But for this, you know, coronavirus, th- this is a story that's completely fabricated. And I think it's, com- it's very fascinating. And when Trump says fake news, this is exactly what he means. It's fake headlines. It's uh, people not reading past the headlines and believing. Thing- that- writers are very good at twisting things. And they're very good at presenting themselves as experts and mass, the, the captains of industry, of information. So, uh, no, there aren't mass graves in New York City for coronavirus. It's just it's, this has always existed. Uh, one of my favorite topics from a few days ago that I don't think I butchered, but it's, it's something that it's so fascinating to me because it's a microcosm of major problems going around the world. Uh, The mass immigration problem happening in Europe and the United States, you're seeing uh, seeing cultures and societies completely crumble right in front of your eyes if you pay attention. And the interesting thing about Europe is that all these countries, they're relatively small and they're neighboring each other. But when when you have borders and when you have governments protecting these countries, I mean, supposedly, that's what it has been doing up until fairly recently, uh, you're having major differences in culture right next to each other different languages different architecture different art different uh way of life and uh it's all being eroded because of globalism and because of people like george soros who who pressure the eu who, who then pressures these individual countries to open up their borders to uh quote refugees people who (laughs) <laughs> present themselves as in need and, and help, but really hate your culture and your countries and only want to go there for free stuff, and then they're going to create their little ghettos within your country and never assimilate and never adapt and uh, just resent you forever. So you're seeing that happen all across Europe, and, and, and if you've been paying attention, it's been ramping up since the early 2000s and getting worse and worse and worse. Um, these are not refugees. These are people who should, who, who should stay in their countries and make them better. Uh, for example, Iran is a piece of shit right now. Iran's a shithole country. And when the United States did interfere, I think it was in the 70s, and when we overthrew their democratically elected president, the CIA did it. And that's, the CIA is the deep state. When you hear people talk about the deep state, it's it's institutions like the CIA. So when the CIA overthrew the government of Iran— there was major revolution, and all the normal people left. They all went to California and bought all the real estate, and the the kind of crazy Muslims stayed behind. I mean, look, there are fairly fairly normal people there, but they're pretty much trapped and they have no control over their government. Hence, it's ran by a crazy, crazy, basically dictator. And uh, so you have all these countries that are very hostile. To the European countries and who will never adapt and assimilate. And uh, I mean, look, take if you if you if you're new to this, take a look at Sweden, take a look at France, take a look at the UK, take a look at Germany. Germany and Sweden, I mean, are the most fucked. Italy and Greece is being attacked by Turkey. Uh, the the Prime Minister, or President of Turkey, Aragon. Erdogan, he uh, basically in, before the coronavirus outbreak, uh, he instructed. All these again, so-called refugees to to cross the border into Greece, and again, free stuff, and the NGOs who 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 basically pay for these refugees' trip. Uh, it, they're all part of it, and the NGOs are um, what's it called? Are funded by the elites, the globalists, the George Sor- Soros types. So that whole plan failed in Turkey and re- Greece recently because of the coronavirus. So the the Greeks were fed up and they're like fuck this, we're not letting them in. And by the way, this week it turns out that where the border is, there was all these really f- famous olive fields that the the Turkish the Turkish um refugees destroyed cuz they hate your country and they hate you. So the one of the shining the shi- the beacon, the, the <laughs> beacon of hope, the shining lights I don't know. Is uh, is Hungary in Poland? So remember, earlier this week, I was telling you about how Hungary is paying families, paying newlyweds to make babies, paying people to get married, paying people to have babies because they want their society to kind of be pure, <laughs> not in the Nazi kind of way, but they want they want they don't want to have to import people. They don't want to have to import people and have cheap labor and any, and anything that ruins and erodes their society, culture, and country. So they're encouraging people to have babies. And uh, so it turns out, yesterday, it turns out, headline, Hungary's pro-family policy working birth rates up 9% in the past year. That's crazy. So let me, 9, 9.4% to be exact. So let me click on this thingy. Um, this article, the pro-family policies per- pursued by Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban's Government, as an alternative to mass immigration, are reaping dividends with birth ra- birth rates up 9.4 percent year on year, um, and it goes on. In Hungary, the, po- the it quote: "In Hungary, the population has been decreasing since 1981," said Caitlin Novak, Hungary's state secretary for family, youth, and international affairs, in exclusive comments to Breitbart London, explaining the enormity of the turnaround her government has achieved. In 2010, when Orbán's Fidesz party, whatever that is, won the elections with with a two-thirds majority after eight years of socialist anti-work, anti-economy, and anti-family governance, our country was on the brink of collapse, she recalled, uh, uh, recalled, citing austerity packages and the dismantling of the family Benefit system in 2010. We started to build a family-friendly country. Our main goal is to eliminate the burdens that couples face when they would like to have children She said highlighting policies including lifelong exemption from personal income tax for women with four children. That's pretty cool partial mortgage write-offs for families after the birth of their second child and grand grandparental leave so Long story short, it's working. Really, really cool. Viktor Orban gave a uh, Hungary first speech, State of the Union speech, earlier this week, which was pretty cool if you want to go take a look at that. But the video I want to show you has to do with more fake news from Hungary. So for some reason, a small country like Hungary, they're not allowed to have that. They're not allowed to have their culture and country and whatever. Do you want to know why they're not allowed to? In the eyes of the media, which is controlled by the globalists and these, these bureaucratic politicians... They're not allowed to have it because when other countries start to take note and see that this works, it puts a hamper on the globalist's plan. Like coronavirus is going to do. There's going to be a big boom in the United States that is going to bring manufacturing jobs back here. And and again, like Brexit was, like the Trump win one was, like Bolsonaro winning in Brazil. There's there's these these w- wins, these some major, some small wins happening around the world, percolating around the world that is going to put a hamper on globalism. So something like Hungary, it's small, but it's not, because people are paying attention. We have the ability to pay attention. And you're going to start seeing more and more of the media attack countries like Hungary, which, really, this is super interesting. Take a look. Uh, Read the, I think it's called The Death of Europe. I think that's what it's called. It's a book by Douglas Murray. Uh, read that if you're interested also on the decline of Europe. It's so sad. It's so sad because not only are they allowing mass amounts of people coming in who do not assimilate, do not care about them, do not care about their culture, not only are these people bringing crime, rape is going up, murder is going up, knife attacks are going up. They, they, these countries don't allow guns, but still their their murder rates in these major cities you know, are a major problem. So not only are they doing that and these people don't assimilate, but the 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 countries are 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 not making babies so so it's like a it's like um a, a flanking uh wolves flanking and attacking from all sides countries are not replenishing their population they're losing their culture they're losing their identity and then you're having people who suck and who are genuinely low IQ and and horrible people coming in in mass who aren't staying behind and fixing their own problems and fixing their own countries it's a, it's sad so i want to watch this video more ne- more fake news from from hungary you're start you're going to start to see this more and more when you pay attention so um it's i'm going to play you the whole clip cuz it's super interesting uh it's by something like 60 minutes i don't know what it is it's 2 minutes and 20 seconds long Let's take a listen.
1: You look at Viktor Orban's words. He's compared immigration to a flu epidemic. He's talked of Muslim invaders. He's talked of Christian Hungary and uh, a mixed population with no sense of identity. And he's called the people coming in potential terrorists. So this isn't actually about immigration, is it? It's about
0: xenophobia. Okay. Before I let the, the master reply, you see what they do? This is lazy reporting. Xenophobia. Zen, it's really what we do it's really about is xenophobia whoa she cracked the code what a brilliant journalist oh my god she is doing a great job it's it they always go to xenophobia racism and all that by the way i'm gonna get into a racist rant of my own later <laughs> what a good what a good segue this whole notion that everyone is so pure and that racism is dead and it's not it's not a part of everyone it's not true everyone has a little bit of it and it's because we were wired that way for survival. We we're tribal. We stay with our own kind. We do it in any kind, like every kind of way you can imagine. You like hockey. You like your basketball or whatever. You like your your special team. You're gonna hate the other person. Like we practice it everywhere. You you like Marvel because you're a nerd, and you hate the person who likes DC because they're not the right kind of nerd. Or Star Trek or Star. Wars. I mean, we do it. We just do it. That's how we're wired. Now there's there's uh, more violent forms of that, and less violent forms of that. And even what I'm going to talk about later isn't necessarily violent. It's an observation. It's interesting how you're allowed to talk for with regards to IQ. Again, I'll get to that a little later. You're it's it's interesting that you're allowed to talk about people, the differences in people from the neck down. That's it. You're allowed to say people from Kenya are the world's best runners because their muscle density evolved hundreds of thousands of years in hot climates and probably had to run away from dangerous animals. And uh, that's how people there survived and so on. And they're, they're just built differently. You're not allowed to talk about neck up. You're not allowed to. That's, that's against the law in the new world order of, inf- how, of how we're allowed to express ourselves in the new woke order. You're not allowed to talk like that, which I think is a shame because it's dishonest. If we're going to start importing people from all these countries that uh, cannot assimilate and that don't, and especially they can't when we're we're bringing a million people a year into this country, when it used to be 20,000 a year, we're bringing a million people a year, Uh, you're not giving them a chance to adapt. Uh, So let's go back to the hungry thing. But they use these buzzwords to hurt you. It's like apologizing. It's like how Trump doesn't apologize. That's one of the main things I've learned from Trump is, uh, you, you look, if you're running for, for any sort of office, your opposition is going to find dirt on you. That's their job. They're supposed to do that. They did it to Trump. Did he apologize? No, he doubled down. So when people use these words against you, which is the Sololinsky tactic of what whatever, it's rules for radicals, which Hillary Clinton, it's the Democratic handbook, uh, you ignore it. You double down and you ignore it because fuck you. It's not intelli- it's, like, it's like the laziest form of debate. It's, it, these people call themselves intellectuals, but they're, the, they're, the, they're nowhere near deep thinkers. Nowhere near that. They've never had a deep thought in their lives. Let's go back to the video. No, I have to
2: reject it and uh, I take it as an insult, what you have just said. Because we Hungarians, we do have the right. And no one, no one can take that away from us. We have the right to make our own decision. Whom we would like to allow yeah. to enter the territory in Hungary, and who we do not allow so to enter the territory then, the of Hungary. So you don't want to no, come in, non-Muslims. Is that right? Just, just if you can, if you can uh, let me let to me finish. That if you don't yeah, want, but because I, that would like to, to I, I, I would what like to I would like to answer your previous question yeah. because that was concluded by a very serious insult yeah. uh, against my country, and I have to reject that again because you know uh, I always have shown respect to everyone who asked me, but I expect respect not for myself because who cares, but for my country and for the people I represent, and and calling country is xenophobic. You know, it's it's an insult, especially if you put into consideration Hungary. And no one can take away the decision, the right of decision us of Muslim us with invaded. whom, sorry, with whom we would like to live together. And yes, it is it is our intention to keep. Hungary, a Hungarian country, and yes, we do not agree with those ones who say that multiculturalism is by definition good. If you say that, we respect that. If so, there are, so you if stand there are countries- by this idea of, of Muslim sorry?
1: invaders, right? Sorry, sorry? You stand by this phrase that your prime minister used of Muslim invaders. I, I stand by
0: semantics. Muslim invaders, semantics. She's not listening to anything this guy's saying.
2: Semantics. Of course, all of the statements uh, of my prime minister and stand by our position. Potential terrorists. uh, And stand by the position that if you allow hundreds of thousands of people Mm. to enter the territory of the European Union without control, without check, does it give the opportunity for the, the terrorist organizations to send their terrorists to Europe? Yes, it does. What we don't want is a massive illegal influx Coming uh, uh, from the south to us, we want to keep Hungary a Hungarian country and we don't think that multiculturalism is by definition good, if you think so. If people in this country think so, we respect that, no problem. But please, don't put pressure on us. There was an election in April. Come on, don't deny that. There was an election in April. Which there was a record.
0: There you go. I like this. I'm going <laughs> no, probably not, but I, I, like, I like them. You know why I like them because I'm really jealous of them. I'm uh, like it's kind of like how I'm jealous with uh, of Japan, a country like Japan. Um, but but they the Japanese should probably do something like this because they're having major problems pe- with people not having sex, not not replenishing the population. I think Japan should get on this. It's it's a definitely a good plan. I I really like it. Um, and very very interesting. Now. Um, We'll talk about the corona bullshit a little bit, but mainly the World Health Organization and their relationship with um, with China. So for some reason, China doesn't even... F- I don't know how. I don't know how, but China doesn't really even fund uh, the World Health Organization nearly as much as the, the United States. And honestly, fuck them. I, who knows what they even do? Uh, it's a propaganda arm of the, of the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese installed the guy who runs it. He's, he's a retard. He's from Ethiopia. He's genuinely retarded. He's a, he's a doctor, but of uh, psychiat- psychology or something. He's not even a doctor doctor. Uh, he's a bullshit doctor. Pseudoscience. And uh, the, the if you're paying attention to this, Trump is calling them out because they... they he, this dude is a mouthpiece for China. And uh, this is the shit he was saying, January 30th, January 30th, Uh, and I don't know how they, they took control over it. It's very interesting. Listen.
2: The Chinese government is to be congratulated for the extraordinary measures it has taken to contain the outbreak. The speed with which China detected the outbreak isolated the virus, sequenced the genome, and shared it with WHO and the world are very impressive. And beyond words, China is
0: actually setting a new standard for outbreak response, and it's not an exaggeration. Yeah, it's not not an exaggeration. China is doing really crazy work with the outbreak response, which is killing their citizens, (laughs) locking them up in their homes, bolting the doors waiting a few weeks, opening the doors, and seeing the whole family dead. They're killing their citizens. They opened up the, the Wuhan thing, uh, the Wuhan province or whatever, this past week, and uh, there was a video that I posted on Twitter of a guy who's just passed out on the ground. They haven't contained anything there, but they don't care. They're They're getting back to work. They destroyed the market enough, just enough to make a ton of money shorting our stocks, and then buying back stock, uh, stocks and corporations. Now they own a shit ton of it, um, and uh, they're pieces of shit. We're bringing back our jobs here. It, it, our relationship with China, Ch- Trump always says, uh, "I had a really good conversation with President Xi in China. We're very good friends." Blah blah. No, no, we're not. He just says that for the media. Like it, it, the re- it's done. The relationship is done. But the Chinese also, <laughs> they re- It's amazing. It's amazing the propaganda, and it doesn't work. Um, Does this video have sound? But it's uh, the Chinese Chinese communists made a a propaganda cartoon video about the World Health Organization director, the guy from Ethiopia. And uh, let's see if there's sound. If not, I'm going to have to read it to you.
1: Fortunately, new confirmed cases in Wuhan have finally started to decline. The dawn of victory has appeared. WHO Director General Dr. Tedros Adhanom Gehebrios said source
2: appear to have bowed the world time even though those steps have come at greater cost to china itself
1: it is a special war between humans and a new virus defending wuhan is protecting china and the whole world no victory should be hastily announced until there is a complete win
0: um so it's a cute little video 39 seconds the funny thing is, is that the the guy who is voicing it, he's trying to sound American. I guarantee you, that's a Chinese dude. Guarantee you, and the the Chinese for sure wrote this because this is exactly like the dialogue of the movie I was telling you about months ago. So remember, like a year ago, I went to see a sci fi movie from China that um, that I th- I went to see because I thought it got it got really good reviews, but those reviews were all fake. From the Chinese, they flooded Rotten Tomatoes somehow, they flooded IMDb, they flooded everything. And the movie had like a 90-something percent, and I'm like, oh, wow, a 90-something percent mov- uh, sci-fi movie coming from China? I'm down. I'm, I like sci-fi. I'm down to see it. This is before I really was paying attention to how shitty China is. And, uh, and the way that they spoke in that movie, it was pure Chinese Communist Party propaganda. Pure and it's like exactly like this video. So uh, don't waste your time watching that movie. Just listen to this video again, and uh, that's that's how the movies are, and that that comes out of the entertainment that comes out of China. That's how ju- that's just how it is. I'm assuming that's how their media is and everything. Speaking of that though, um, the the Chinese is it this? Yeah. So so you know how I was trolling. The Chinese a little on Twitter, uh, really when they were coming after me, at, when when I said fuck China and all that and it blew up, um, <laughs> I've said this, but it's it's very interesting if you think about it. So on Twitter, you have a lot of suppression of conservatives. You you know, Milo got banned, Gavin McInnes got banned, uh, Laura Loomer, everyone, like any any interesting person you can think of on the conservative right, got banned. Now I'm not big enough to get banned, <laughs> but uh, I mean even smaller accounts too. so Americans are getting banned and um, but the Chinese who aren't allowed to have access to Twitter somehow do and their propaganda is just being pushed every day every day by by major people in the government of China and then by the bots that they have and uh, the 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 dangerous ones are the the ones that work for the government because those get amplified, those get retweeted. And in the media, our media starts to parrot these talking points coming directly from China, which is so fucking crazy. And uh, these people, these people are allowed on the platform. These people, the people putting the Chinese propaganda, they're allowed on the platform, but conservatives are not. The conservatives are not. Not only are conservatives not allowed on the platform, but when when a conservative makes a platform like Gab or Parler, uh, those are yanked off the Apple store. Oh, Alex Jones! I, I I think he's amazing. He got banned from Twitter uh, and Instagram and all these things. But the the Chinese the spokesperson this person's uh, username is Spokesperson China, Spokesperson C H uh, N Hua Chunying. He said, "Welcome to China anytime." To oh, because because um he he posted a picture of. I guess a journalist, an American journalist, who said China and the U.S. must cooperate against coronavirus. This is a time for solidarity, collaboration, and mutual support. Yeah, right. What planet are you living on? It's impossible. So he said, "Welcome to China anytime to talk to anyone in the streets to enjoy the freedom." What freedom in China? China doesn't have freedom. By the way, where is uh by the w- uh by the way, where is freedom and transparency when Captain Crozier? Was oh, oh, he's talking about the the naval captain. By the way, where is freedom and transparency when Captain Crozier was dismissed for a letter to save thousands of lives and medical workers fired for talking about working conditions? So, um, pure propaganda, especially when he said, Anyone to talk to anyone in the streets to enjoy the freedom, there is no freedom in China. If you can think of the worst country, um, it's 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 worse than that in China. Uh, so so I just think it's a little bit amusing with all the propag. It's like it's it's blatant propaganda, you know. Like like the you know the propaganda I talk about how in schools they're trying to indoctrinate children to be to be extreme liberals and to maybe even become trans and all these things. These are major problems that I haven't really touched upon as much because of all this other news. Uh, this is worse. The stuff coming from China. This is worse, uh, because also they come here, they steal our shit, and uh, and they spy on us like crazy. So speaking of propaganda and in high school and all that, uh, and the news, uh, a sad cast, sad water, Josh, whatever listener, he sent me something that again isn't surprising because uh. Like eight months ago, I was meeting up with uh, friends, conservative people and to have drinks. I had water, and one of them is a is a medical student, and he was showing me their homework, which was really crazy. I, I tweeted it. He didn't like that I tweeted it, but I still did it because whatever people should know and uh, and I probably talked about it in the podcast. so it happens in high school in colleges, but it's also happening in grade and, and, and high school. So uh, this is a homework as- assignment for students in Los Angeles. So these are the pictures. It's an article. First, it's an article. It says, what China's coronavirus response can teach the rest of the world? <laughs> what? <laughs> their response is killing their citizens. Why are we trying to brain? Like, why are we? This is, the- this is what's crazy to me. Why are liberals siding with China and not their own country? Does this make sense to anyone here? What happened to nationalism? What happened to loving our flag and our country? There's a difference between patri- being patriotic and being and, and, and having an allegiance to a party. I'm not a Republican, by the way. I'm a conservative. It's a philosophical. It's philosophical, purely philosophical. I believe in conservatism. Conservatism. So I'm not bound by by party. I don't like sometimes parties do stupid things. I can't be a part of a party. But it's beyond me that someone that that that, that liberals will and, and conservatives too, by the way. The the neocons, the old conservatives, how they they band together with uh you know free trade they 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 talk about free trade and then on paper I'm like, oh that's a good idea, but you can't compete with a country that has all their citizens in slavery. So you know why things are cheap in China and why you can buy cheap shit in Walmart? because it was built by slaves and you can't compete with that when you have a society like ours that that values people we're the most charitable nation in the world uh you can't compete with a country full of slaves that that are automatons that that the government looks at their people as robots and it doesn't matter if they die so the, the, this homework ex- assignment, it's, it's about what's chi- what China's cor- coronavirus response can teach the rest of the world. Well, let's see what the questions are. Analyze. Analyze the following questions. Number one, the graphs for COVID-19 infections in China and South Korea appear to have reached uh, carrying capacity. There must be some resource that has become limited for the virus. What resource do you think has limited the virus's spread in those countries? bullets no not south korea south korea is a homogenous country that ha- has uh, strong borders and uh hates china because china funds north korea and uh the when when you have a homogenous country like south korea and you you say there's a national disaster people bound together really quickly also it's a small country um and those kind of countries always cover their ma- their mouths to begin like japan south korea all these asian countries have always covered their mouths they're they're kind of more hygienic than us so uh so for them south korea it's the masks and the hygiene and the quick to action for china it's bullets for china it's bullets that's how they stop the infections it's bullets and misinformation and just sending fake numbers so the answer this is the answer that they're looking for is uh The answer is not—no, the virus is not being allowed to have as much exposure in these countries. I I don't know if that's the answer, but that's the thing I highlighted underneath the question. Okay, cool. Really cool, cool misinformation here. Guys, uh, school system. Number two, read the following article from nature.com. What measures did China take to force the virus to reach its carrying capacity? Bullets! <laughs> all I would say is bullets. The answer is bullets. Um, so then it, it so underneath that it says, and I highlighted, China took extreme measures and put millions of people under quarantine very fast, and to aid the virus in reaching its carrying capacity. Um, all right, let's let's analyze that a little bit more. Oh, you mean they locked people in their homes without any food or anything, and then they all died? <laughs> what if I put that as an answer? F. Failure. You thought too much, Josh. Failure. You shouldn't be thinking too much. Number three. Question number three. Compare and contrast the response in China to the measures taken in the United States, the state of California, Los Angeles County, and the cities in the Antelope Valley. And and the cities in the Antelope Valley. In parentheses, the measures that have changed our lives for the foreseeable future. So now it's asking the students to um, praise China for bullets to the head. And to shit on the United States. Now, the information we were getting from China and the World Health Organization was all completely false, under wraps, for a very, very, very long time. And uh, by the time we realized that they were all lying, uh, to, to then shut down our whole country and mobilize the whole country, the citizenry, to pay attention and, and to, to this as a real major problem, it took a little bit of time especially when you're dealing a country of 350 million people spread out with uh a, a ton of different kind of cultures and people and we're not homogenous. So uh fail. That was wrong. You can't say that, Josh. Now um now it says uh COVID-19 tracker for California today when you are completing this question. Oh, it says go to the Bing COVID-19 tracker for for California today parentheses when you are completing this question and see if the stay at home measures are having an impact on the number of infections are Californians forcing the virus to reach its carrying capacity yet the answer is no (laughs) that the answer that they want is no the California's the California measures have not been effective enough and the virus has not reached its carrying capacity Uh, I actually think that's actually completely wrong I think uh, California has been doing a pretty okay job i don't think it's we're we're facing as much of a disaster as new york is by the way i think that by may 1st this is done i think by may 1st we're we're gonna start going back to normal you're gonna start seeing americans wear masks though especially at airports like this that's a thing that's not going to be going away number five a vaccine for COVID 19 most likely will not be widely available for a year or more when the vaccine is finally widely given to the global human population what effect will it have on the carrying capacity of the virus the answer that it guess it wants is a vaccine would prevent it from spreading and cause the carrying capacity to level off no the carrying capacity is going to level off way before there's a vaccine the vaccine the whole thing with the vaccine it's being pushed by the bill gates of the world the world health organization they didn't see that hydrochloroquine and a z-pack would help with the problem which it has been And I think that more people are going to go to that than towards a vaccine. I think the whole plan with the vaccine is going to backfire. So that's interesting homework assignment from four students in Los Angeles County. Interesting, right? Interesting how it ties into the propaganda coming from China. So um, there was a funny article that before I get to experts and my racist rant and all that. um, So you know how Zoom classes are becoming really popular? So there was a, <laughs> I think this is funny. Um, this is from Slate.com. The The couch fainting, um, fainting, fainting, liberals from Slate.com. The, the headline says, President of Harvard's Federalist Society chapter brought a gun to Zoom class. What? He brought a gun to class. I wrote, actually, I wrote a tweet that I haven't tweeted yet. Uh, because of all these Zoom classes, I wrote um, the future of schooling in Zoom classes. Oh, no. The future of schooling is Zoom classes. The future of school shootings will be live stream suicides in your Zoom classes. You get it? That's what's going to be considered a school shooting, just a suicide on a Zoom class. So this kid brought they're, they're, they're framing it like he brought a gun to class. But uh, no, he didn't. He's sitting at his home on Zoom holding a gun which he's doing to troll you guys, and you guys took the bait and wrote an article. Harvard Law students were startled on Wednesday when, during a class held over Zoom, a student brandished his gun on screen. The student, Chance Fletcher, of course his name is Chance, is the president of the HLS chapter of the Federalist Society, a conservative legal network. Its longtime leader, Leonardo Leo, advises President Trump on judicial nominees. A majority of Trump's a, a, a appellate judges appellate judges are members of the group several fletcher's classmates immediately noticed the firearm well yeah which at first he appeared to be cleaning one student who immediately saw the weapon told uh slate fletcher then began cocking it back and looking inside of the barrel and practicing to make sure it clicks all right uh you should never do that if you have a gun like he's clearly retarded but also, I appreciate the troll. You should never, ever look into the barrel. You should never point the gun at anyone. You should have good trigger control. Uh, no, trigger, um, what's it called? Trigger, uh, I keep forgetting this. I know I know what to do, but it's called trigger discipline. You don't put your hand on the trigger unless you're ready to shoot it. So your finger is on the outside of the barrel, basically. Your Your pointer finger. So he's doing everything wrong, but also I guarantee you he checked it a million times before because he did this with the purposes of trolling, which, again, I appreciate it. He probably had the gun on screen for at least 15 minutes, the student said. At one point, the barrel was facing his face. It didn't look like he had ever held a gun. I was worried I was going to watch my peer accidentally shoot himself. None of us had had uh, any way to know the gun was loaded or unloaded. (laughs) <laughs> they're talking about like if they were in the classroom with him these people are fags it's hilarious this shit is so funny uh the, the article goes on and on because of course slate has a lot to do uh a lot to say about this but uh uh you know i mean it's i read you the fun parts you don't it's just hilarious they wrote an not you're not you're writing an article about nothing slate the headline in, in and of itself is just funny i love it really good stuff so um, but I want to talk about experts, which will actually go into my racist rant. And uh, I want to read you my my tweets of experts. So the first tweet was kind of a joke. I wrote I got my free Bill Gates COVID-19 vaccine. It didn't even hurt. <laughs> I wrote it like I was five. It didn't even hurt. Also, I'll never get lost again, even if I wanted to. Finally happy, finally secure, because people think uh, that within these vaccines for COVID-19 that the Bill Gates foundation is coming up with they're going to have tracking devices which is completely stupid because we already have tracking devices it's called credit cards it's called your phone that you have with you at all times we're being tracked all the time by google so it's it's like it's like this conspiracy theory is locked in the year 2000 they're tracking you but whatever uh, then I got an idea to talk about experts, because I keep hearing about these experts and the predictions and the models, and, and it's like the climate change predictions and models. It's all bullshit. So I wrote, when the experts speak, you listen. When their projections projections and data are repeatedly wrong, you ignore it. When they tell you to dope up your six-year-old because he is too unruly, you do it. When your kid grows up and they igni- they diagnose him with clinical depression, pump him up with more drugs so he shoots up his school and they blame it on the guns you need to nod your head in agreement and move on. The ex- experts also encourage everyone to go to college get meaning meaningless degrees and take on a crippling amount of student loan debt. Only 5% if that of the population should go to university. there you go that's what I feel about experts I think I think it's funny because you know you always you always have uh, on TV, the look, watch the business channels. You have peop, experts talk about predictions and what the market's going to do and what what stocks are going to go up and what um what uh, the price of oil is going to be and all these things. And in reality, no one knows anything. That is a really good rule of thumb to live by. Everything is a scam. No one knows anything. So experts are bullshit, and it's the experts that say. You need to open your borders, let people in, be nice, be gentle. You know who aren't nice? The people you let come in. You know who's not gentle? The people who come in. Because even if they're nice individually, as a whole, they're very hostile to your culture. They want it to die. Watch the movie Blade Runner. Watch the movie Blade Runner 2049. That is the future they want. They say that those movies are about how there's an ecological collapse and how global warming and all these things. But you ha- can look at it another way, which is why those are one of my favorite movies ever. The other way is the, 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 the background actors, the the languages you hear. It's all mishmash. So uh, one character character can talk to another character in Japanese. The other character only talks in English, but he still understands the Japanese guy. But in reality, that's not how things would be. But no one, there's no social social cohesion in those movies. No one has anything in common with one another. Gods are dead, and that's it. The future is ran by technocrats, and that's what the experts want. If you if you did everything that the ex- experts want, that's the future you would get. That's why those are one of my favorite movies ever. Experts are retarded. They're probably more dumb than someone like me. I don't claim to be an expert, but I I do look at things with um with uh curiosity look on paper it would be so nice if we could let everyone that wants to come to the united states in it would be so nice if if we all can live happily because most people don't want war most people don't want to be murdered but there's going to be culture clash f- always <laughs> my voice just sounded so weird there because i kind of wanted to burp it didn't happen and then my you know whatever so ex experts suck and I want to get to my racist rant. So I saw a really good video um, on Twitter, of all places, you know, because I don't spend time there. And uh, it was about a wonderful, a wonderful sanctuary, animal sanctuary in South Africa that has um, that that shelters baby rhinos and and nurses them back to health. And then when they're old enough, they let them go into the wild sounds wonderful right it is it is wonderful but but and you watch the, it's a six minute 42 min, two second video and you watch it and uh since me i'm curious i kind of thought about it a little bit deeper than you know feel good video about uh, animal sanctuary ran by white people who nurse these animals back to health and then in the end of the video it has the stats of of the poachers and all that but again ask yourself why why is this sort of thing happening And uh, I made a racist observation watching this video. Uh, You don't need to I don't need to play the video because, again, it's six minutes and 42 seconds of the animal sanctuary showing the baby rhinos and and nursing them back to health and becoming friends with other rhinos. And it takes a long time for them to adjust. But then when they do, they're really happy and they're running around and and they create bonds, special bonds with the other rhinos and all that. And how the male rhinos are different than the female rhinos. Because that's not surprising at all. That's how we are. That's how animals are. And uh, so I don't need to play the video. But I had a racist observation. And um, again, it, can, it everything goes back to this. Borders matter. Culture matters. Looking at, paying attention to the differences. Recognizing the differences between people and cultures. And where you're from. You all have to do it. You all do it. So you say you're not racist, but you do it deep down inside. You do it because that's how you are wired. And again, I'm not saying you're racist or I am with 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 um, malintentions, with the intentions of hurting people or treating people poorly. That's not my point. My point is, is that you have uh, prejudices you do and I do and everyone does. But the the wonderful people like the, like the journalists I was talking about and the people who dictate how they want the country to be and how they want it to change and how you should live your lives and why you're all evil, especially if you're conservative, those people aren't racist and those people never held any prejudice in their life and they're wonderful people. So um, something like IQ matters. <laughs> I have a tweet that I have saved <laughs> that I really want to send, but it might get me in trouble. I'll read it to you here. And it's a it's a heat map of the world, and it, and it shows the the IQ breakdown or the average breakdown breakdown of IQ with everyone in the world. And um, the heat map, it's like uh, the bluer it gets, the higher IQ, the the more orange and red it gets, the lower IQ. And pretty much all of Africa, all of Africa is red, 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 with an average IQ of sixty five, and uh, the highest IQ being like average of eighty. Maybe eighty-five. So I wrote um, a tweet that I didn't send out yet, but I really want to. Despite making up just seventeen percent of the world's population, the continent of Africa. Dot. 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 With the IQ map, some of you might not get that, but I don't care. So IQ matters, and um, and uh, it's 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 sad that we can only pay attention to the difference is neck down not neck up. And that's extremely dishonest. And for people that are so called uh, they, they one of the well, you know how people call conservatives racist and all that. The other thing that they do is they call them science deniers. Now, um to ignore IQ, you're a science denier. To ignore differences in people, you're a science denier. They also do it like they also are science deniers with co2 in the atmosphere which is actually good for plants and uh and the whole global warming argument and how we have 10 years left they're they're all completely dishonest it's completely political it's complete bullshit so uh my racist observation is is uh that why is it that white people worldwide the animals look at any animal sanctuary and it's mostly ran by white people now, my op—if you want to go deeper, I have a—I have a hunch, and it mightn't be wrong. It might be right. I think it's right. I think that I—I I should look into it more. But this is my hunch. My hunch is is that because most of these white people are uh, uh, hold Judeo-Christian beliefs, they are, they, they, they value human life differently than countries in Africa do, or country uh, or Asian countries like China. They value human life differently because the whole world, well, you know how like the whole world wants to come here? And then and then in the same breath, they they call us racist? Why would you want to come here? The reason being is the United States it, it, it has the environment that allows creation of technology and medicine and all these wonderful things that everyone else in the world benefits off of. That is the honest truth. So When you're so comfortable because you've created all these wonderful things, as a white person, you then start thinking about less fortunate people, less fortunate beings, and do all these wonderful things and wonderful charities, and you want to help because you have the time and comfort to do so. So uh, you're not really thinking in a barbaric mindset. So you do all these wonderful things. It's kind of like again, we're the most charitable country in the whole world. Why is that? Well, because we're a Christian nation because it says to do so in the Bible. Again, because uh, again look at the numbers Con- uh, conservatives, Christians who are conservatives tend to give more money than than atheist liberals because they are thinking m- above themselves. And it's sad that we live in an age of narcissism that is kind of straying away from that mindset. But I don't think it will ever leave the, the people who are consider themselves religious or God fearing or what have you. But when you have a culture that champions uh, the like, look at all these feel good videos of the retard getting asked to the school dance. There's a million of those. Google it. It's because that's how we are that's how our culture is that's how you know that's just how we are. we think of the less fortunate. So white people have all these animal sanctuaries in like for instance this one in South Africa for the baby rhinos. That's what they're thinking about. in, in, in the meantime in in a country like Zimbabwe or South Africa, they are kicking they they're murdering the white farmers because look, the only successful countries in African history, have been the one that were under British rule. Now, the British left because they were pretty much kicked out, and they were like, okay, you guys do your own thing. Some white white people were stayed behind because they're South Africans. That's what they consider themselves. Great. And uh, they're right now being massacred by people, by the black people there. and uh, And then now you're starting to see famine become a thing. Because the people who take over the land and take over the farms aren't doing a good job. How hard is it to farm? You know, sorry, low IQ South Africa, but, you know, maybe you should not kill your white farmers and go into uh, famine. Maybe you'd be better off with them there. They're not oppressing you. They're feeding you. Same thing within Zimbabwe. (laughs) Zimbabwe was doing the same thing. But now they're trying to invite the white farmers back because they knew that they fucked up. I'm not making this up. Go look it up. So on 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 paper, you're like, oh my god, Sad Water, you're racist and whatever. But this is all true. I don't know why, but this is all true. This is all happening. So, um, the white people that are still there, like this this animal sanctuary, uh, they're 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 thinking about nursing the baby rhinos. Now, again, take a step back. Why are the baby rhinos being poached? Well, because of because no one's using their brains how about that the lack of impulse control is crazy to me you're ruining your ecological system in africa by allowing people to poach your animals now look you know how there are people who are big game hunters and yes they are predominantly white people from the united states they go there they pay a lot of money but that is actually good for the environment now hear me out the you know the, the the dentist years ago who killed the lion what was the name Lionel the lion or something. Um, he uh, he paid for that. He paid a lot of money to do that. Not only that, but those tigers, <laughs> those tigers attacked the tribes of people that live like people did hundreds of years ago. So and the, those that tribe of people uh, eat eat whatever is killed. And not only that, but the, the hunter pays to do all that. So you're, you're funding the whole tribe. And what that does is it encourages people to not kill their animals because they want the big game hunters to pay for it. So then it gives time for those animals to to, um, to make babies, to have more animals. So, so that's how you're not having such a, a horrible problem with, with extinction. Now, with regards to these baby rhinos, the baby rhinos uh, have to be helped by this animal sanctuary because they uh, they need their mothers to live. It, 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 they're they're like little kids, they, so they need you know a few years to be next to their mom, to, then to survive on their own. And uh, so, you know, this is why that's needed. Now, the 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 people, the locals who poach their animals there, uh they have no impulse control they they they're they're penny-wise dollar stupid they don't realize that they're killing off a whole species and they don't for some reason they don't realize that you don't have to kill the mother rhinos rhino horn grows back if they were really smart and really business-minded they would make farms they would make massive farms or they would tag the wild animals and say okay we tag tag them we cut off their rhino horn um, three years ago, so it takes three years to grow back, and uh, we can't touch this animal for another three years. Rhino horns grow back. Shoot it with a trank, Cut off the rhino horn. Let it grow back. Don't kill it. But they kill it. But now, why is there a market to do this? Well, because remember the Chinese. Remember, I was talking about this COVID nineteen. I don't think you heard about this the COVID nineteen thing. Well, the Chinese, they don't value anything. They don't value human life. They don't value animal life. They don't value the environment. They don't value anything. Anything. The shit that they eat, it's gross. They believe in Eastern medicine, and so do Beverly Hills moms. They 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 believe in Eastern medicine, which is mostly bullshit. Mo- like like uh, acupuncture. Bullshit. I've done it a million times. It doesn't work. It's a scam. Um and a lot of chinese medicine it's nice it sounds so nice and so like spiritual because you've thrown away your religion christianity is so passé we throw that away but eastern medicine oh my god they've been do they've been doing it for thousands of years they've been doing the acupuncture for that it must work they've been doing it no it doesn't because they're all fucking stupid again this part doesn't have to do with IQ. For some reason, they're wired to not value anything. It must have been to do with being ruled over oppressive regimes for 40,000 years and killing off the, the creative types and the revolutionary types and all these people. So then you, the leftover people you have are people who are passive, who will not rev- revolt against the oppressive government, and will they'll have to starve. So then they're going to start eating all these weird animals and uh, and believe in stupid Eastern medicine. So there's a market for poaching these rhinos because the Chinese believe it helps with their dicks. With their vitality and with their dick size because they have small dick. They do. They, that's how they evolved. Okay, we're allowed to speak about neck down differences. The Asians have small penises. It just Sorry, that's just how it is. Uh, Africans have really big ones. I know, I'm jealous too, but <laughs> what can you do? I'm not going to kill a rhino for the for the for that though. I'm not going to do that. So it's it's like a it's like a vicious cycle. The the white people are there to clean up the mess. The black people are killing their own their their whole ecological system for the Chinese who do not care about the the Africans or their ecological system or animals or in their environment or anything because they think it's going to help with their dicks and it doesn't. And that was my racist rant. Oh wait, the other thing about white people one of the downfalls of white people that I wanted to talk about is that we are so guilty of our success that 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 is why we're susceptible to being like lovey-dovey like, oh, my God, we should open the borders or we should let these poor people. in. they they look, we have compassionate hearts. So do they like it's, they're human. Everyone is human. Everyone is like they they do this. Everyone is human. We're all in this together. We're one world Um. I used to believe that when I was younger, because when you're young, you're not exposed to bad things. When you're young, you're not exposed to real evil, especially if you live in the United States. So you can buy into, well, treat everyone, everyone everyone's the same, treat everyone the same, blah blah blah. And uh, it's all, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. And I'm not looking at the world black and white like there, there. It's very, it's very gray. But looking at it black and white is we need to treat everyone the same. Everyone's lovey-dovey. Everyone's the same. They just want to have a good life. We should just not let the bad ones in. But everyone else, they just want a good life. No, they don't. <laughs> they do, but they don't. They, the, the mistakes made in their country, they're going to bring that along with them. And it's going to be a downfall of ours. And when you don't have a national identity, when there's no social cohesion, you're done. Your country is Blade Runner. And that's what it is. Watch that movie. Um, I had other things I wanted to get to. um, But I'll probably get to it on uh, Tuesday. Also, I didn't even get to the question sent. But that's okay. And you know what? I think that was a good one. That was Sadcast episode 100. Yeah, 100. Here's a song. I love you. Bye. It's
1: not the size of the dog in the fight, but the fight in the dog. Surprise, take a slog And if you get a knife from behind Know you're nice and in front Do it, do it I wouldn't say a word Till I've walked a mile in your shoes But once a mile from you Sign up to what the fuck I choose Wearing nice new shoes Do it, do it The mind plays tricks on the fight to who wishes kindness is right and both sides win. Push the limits of stubbornness to finish up above the stubbornness of silly limits. Run the ring around your finger and will the ring around to bring it. Is the fight in the boy? I'm making this up now. Finding a point is it if you can't win, then run you win. The coming two fists is the fun of a thing. It's all just lads and the normal ambience. Fall or stab and then call an ambulance. I can resist anything. Lucifer I've got to chase you. Come here. Your hero is only ordinary It's just a hero a moment more than you and me You have nothing to lose but your chains So it maybe might rain And yeah, maybe slight pain or a day like slaying Do it, do it At the end of the tunnel there is always light It just might be a train